In a world with too much pop culture to consume, one man and one woman will argue about it until they get bored. It's an epic battle between obsession and indifference, and the winner will determine... Well, very little, actually. Eric Johnson and Emily Jones star in Giant Geek vs. Mega Noob. Whoever wins, we're still losers. Welcome to Giant Geek vs. Mega Noob, the podcast where we argue about something one of us is totally obsessed with. And the other has never even seen or listened to. I'm Eric Johnson. And I'm Emily Jones. If this is your first time listening to Giant Geek vs. Mega Noob, you can find more at gvnpodcast.com. And you can also find all of our past episodes on iTunes. This week, we're trying something different. Rather than watching or reading something, we'll be listening to one of Eric's favorite albums, Pet Sounds by the Beach Boys. And although I know some of the songs on it, like Good Vibrations, which has been in my head since you said we were doing this, I that don't think I've That is not on this album. It's not? Yep. So you're clearly a noob. <laughs> Wait, no. I definitely looked at the, at the track list and... Good Vibrations is not on Pet Sounds. This is an important part of the Beach Boys chronology. Pet Sounds, was, was, was we can talk about in the discussion, but no. You're thinking of uh, Smile, which was the Brian Wilson experimental album that never got made, and then turned into Smiley Smile, which was the more uh, corporate-friendly, that was the follow-up album to, to Pet Sounds that had Good Vibrations on it. Really? Really. So, no Good Vibrations today, I'm sorry. But, Pet Sounds is a great album. In spite of the lack of good vibrations. Yes. Well, I don't know why that is the song that popped into my head because I do know a lot of the songs on this album because now I'm looking at the track list again. Now I'm skeptical if you do, but. But anyway, I have not ever listened to the whole album straight through. So. Yeah, and that that's definitely that definitely makes you a noob in my book. So we're gonna go. What what I suggest that we do? We've never done a music episode before, so figuring out exactly how this is gonna work on the fly. Uh, but what I suggest we do is just listen to the album twice through to just just twice? start to finish. Twice over. Okay. Is that, does that sound good? I suppose. Yeah. I mean, I guess listeners, you can listen to as much or as little as as, as you want. Um, I don't know. I just, sometimes I f- find that when with songs that I'm hearing for the first time, that the second time I hear them is when I, like, appreciate them. But All right. if the, if, we, we can try this. If, the, if this doesn't work, then future music episodes will know that Eric had the wrong idea. All right. <laughs> we'll give it a try. <laughs> okay. So we're going to go listen to that, and we'll s- talk about it after the break. All right. Hey guys, Emily and I are off listening to Pet Sounds. Twice. Yay! Yes, twice. We're, we're, do, we're doing it twice to really just let the album sink in. Uh, and, you know, I own this album on vinyl, so, you know, I'm total hipster here. I realize that might not be true of everyone. Although, if you, if you check in with somebody like your dad might own it on vinyl, too. Yeah. I just mean, if you're looking for a way to... No, I just seriously... Your like, dad or your really cool 26-year-old friend, either <laughs> or, you know... Um, but you know, we it, could it, have like child listeners who might have twenty-six-year-old parents. So that's kind of creepy. That's terrifying. Okay. Anyway, kids, kids turn this off. You shouldn't be listening to <laughs> you this really fucking shouldn't. podcast. <laughs> um, but if you don't own it, like I do, uh, and you're like Emily, who who has somehow avoided this miraculous album, uh, you can listen to it for free on Spotify. You don't that's even true. need to pay for Spotify. Go listen to it there. Um, and if you have an Amazon Prime subscription, you can also listen to it for free, quote-unquote free, through that as well. Uh, so basically you have no music. excuse that the album is everywhere. You should listen yes. to it. Exactly. Because Eric at least says it's good. 
So go listen to it preferably twice because that's what we're doing and uh, then enjoy the rest of the episode. listen to pet sounds twice yes we did yes and twice before, <laughs> before i share my thoughts uh eric why don't you tell us why you love this album so much uh as always there are several things i love about this album what there's not <laughs> just one i know i know that'd be a very short episode my, be like i like this one thing and only this one thing my brain just exploded over. like i don't even know what to do with this <laughs> Uh, if I had to just pick one to start off, uh, this album is fucking weird. I just, I love some of the choices they make in just instruments and in arrangements. The way the album kind of works almost like um, either like a classical album or you could say maybe like a, like a joke almost. Sometimes it's the element of surprise and of changes and of just doing these weird combinations um, it's somewhere in between those things. and Yeah, like, I, for instance, Caroline No is one of the several songs on this album that I did already know. Like, I know it really well. Um, yeah. I have definitely never heard a version that ends with a bunch of weird barking and shit. Yep. Like, what and, was and that? Train, yeah. <laughs> and that was the end of the album. That was fairly strange. Well, I mean, not to spoil something that we've already recorded that's a future episode, but uh, as you know from having recorded that, thing that is after this episode i'm a big fan of, of well-executed downer endings for reference for reference podcast listeners we're we're rec- all we're recording all of this in a whole big wibbly wobbly timey wimey confusion um yes. that's basically has to do with the amount of time it's taking us both to read a tale of two cities because we have busy lives that preclude <laughs> reading um so we're recording a lot of episodes very out of order <laughs> Yes, so I'm referring to something that's in the future that has a downer ending, and Caroline No is, like, my favorite downer ending of anything. I mean, this whole album, I love a lot of things about it, but... Um, it is a downer just... ending, especially from the, like, like bubblegummy hopefulness of Wouldn't It Be Nice, which, like... Yeah, it's 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 an well, interesting arc to go on. <laughs> that, that's the whole thing is like, you know, officially, if according to Brian Wilson and to his, you know, the other Beach Boys and to Tony Asher, who wrote a bunch of the lyrics and, and other people, officially, there's no like story through line of this album that the only theme there. Well, that's that's the thing. So <laughs> the, the, officially, the only theme is just in the production values and in kind of this idea of this concept album of having, you know, this certain musical style uh be reflected but i mean i i kind of the way i listen to it is it's all one story that's just kind of you know heading upon these different you know points in, in, in a relationship and and in a person's life and um and yeah there's the, the fact that caroline no ends not only with this incredibly sad song about you know a lost love but then also the way I read it is it's a suicide note and the train is the guy committing suicide. Oh, that's whoa. kind of, that's intense. yeah. Um, yeah, that, that's, that's the very, that's the kind of the darkest interpretation, but that's kind of how I read that song. Yeah. Um, well, and thinking of it all as one long story is also interesting. And this isn't maybe a fair thing to bring up. Like while we're talking about the album itself, because like, obviously they don't know this stuff like when they made it, but, uh, it makes it really interesting that God Only Knows is the first song on what would have been the second side of the album. Um, Cause it's like, it's like the middle 
it's like the the happy part in the middle um because it gets used so much as a happy ending song yeah. Um, in fact, it is used to great and wonderful effect, and I love its use in another movie that's on our list for this podcast that we will one day Uh-oh. watch. <laughs> um, the first time I saw it, like I was already like just in love with this movie and like crying my eyes out, and it was just so bleh, bleh. And um, <laughs> then, like when the beginning notes of that song started playing, like before the fir- the final scene started, I was like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like it is funny that that is kind of like the middle part and not the the big ending of the yeah and that's kind of the song that i think of as being like the the indicator that caroline know might be a suicide song because that's the first one where he's like kind of getting to suicidal thoughts he's saying like you know what good would living do me you know so what good would living do me um the world that's could turn nothing to me you know, so if if you read this as one through line, it, it, I, I yeah, I think it's really interesting how these songs work differently as singles and as part of Pet Sounds, as part it of is, the whole album. It is interesting. Although since we're talking about Caroline No, um, yeah. I might just dive into some of my thoughts. Overall, I liked the album. I did. I mean, it's yeah. pretty. Like I and I, uh, I mean, I've always liked the Beach Boys, and more so their their nice well done things like the songs that i know on this album that i already knew on this album and several others um and so which ones did you already know from the album um yeah from this not good vibrations as you as you can now know (laughs) uh uh let's see wouldn't it be nice um god only knows and caroline no okay i think were the ones that i knew possibly else uh i think that's it actually um and then, but then I also have, so my, and I'm going to have to, I closed iTunes to improve our internet connection, but I am reopening it so that I can look up, look this up. Um, obviously I know a lot of Beach Boys cause I'm a human in the United States. Um, but <laughs> I've always liked, uh, the stuff that's more, more like that stuff as opposed to like fucking California girls. And the Northern girls with the way they Well, so, so sort of more wistful or romantic just like, or just sadder. like good, good music as opposed to like shitty like I mean, okay, not that it's so shitty, I, I will dispute there I, I do okay, think well, some it's of not, their no, 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 okay it's not shitty the music is still good but it's also yeah. like it's also extremely corny and very overplayed Like, right. so like, that, that's, like, that's kind of the... Yeah, like yes. California Girls and fucking Surfing USA and don't even get me started on Kokomo. <laughs> like, that shit is shit. I mean, it's not necessarily shit in and of itself, but it's like... And especially compared to the other stuff and, like, because it gets so overplayed, people are like, oh, like, ah, they're they're a corny, dumb surf band. They're not real. They're like, okay, yes. All so those I, I do have to give Kokomo some credit, though, because that's the song that introduced me to the Beach Boys. They had, for a while, on Nickelodeon, they would play a Muppet version of Kokomo. We'll get there fast and then we'll take it slow. That's where we want to go. Way down in Kokomo. I remember that. Yeah. And it, it was like I this uh, music in my head. video with this. The, the Muppets singing and like performing it and so that was kind of my entry point to the Beach Boys so when I was a kid I, I very much loved that song I still have All a right, nostalgic so, place so for in it that his- I agree in it's that historical shitty. context it has it has merit like personally to your life but really yes no, I, I, I 100% agree however I will dispute California Girls I think that's a great song all around 
And anyway, carry on with what you were saying. Oh no, California <laughs> Girls. California Girls is a good song, but it gets overplayed a lot. Anyway, um, so I have this this CD that my dad got at some point because my dad really likes the Beach Boys. Although, like, unlike a lot of you know my dad's favorite music that he very much passed on to me, like I don't know. Obviously, since I've never listened to this album, like Beach Boys were not really a part of that. But he did give me this CD that he had at some point. It's called the Beach Boys Classic, selected by Brian Wilson. Um, okay. So it's a greatest hits. It's a greatest hits. It's a greatest hits, but it's not like literal greatest hits. And like I, when it was like a semi big deal, he probably heard about it on public radio when <laughs> when they came out with this. Um, and there was something about how they got Brian Wilson to pick these songs. So it's like his favorite preferred songs or something. Okay. Like because it would have been him instead of the record label. Like right. that was part of the yes. whole drama around this album was that it didn't sell super well. Uh, some say because the record label didn't like market it at all. And then two months after this, then they released, like, the first ever Beach Boys Greatest Hits album, which was all of the, you know, California Girls, Fun, 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 Surfing USA stuff. Um, so there's kind of some bitterness, you know, yeah, ra- so, around so the, Cal- wouldn't this have sold better if they had actually, you know, marketed it? <laughs> so California Girls is actually on this. But then the other ones, and all of which, this is all, this is all part of my preface leading to a big butt. But, um, so the, the things on that are, are uh, actually not, not wouldn't it be nice, but but Caroline No and okay. uh, God Only Knows are both on it, as well as Surfer Girl, The Warmth of the Sun. Um, I'm guessing Little Girl I Once Knew is on there, probably. That's no, one of his favorites. No, really? No. He, he puts that one like all of his concerts, it's, even though it like, was like one of his like worst-selling singles. It's Surfer Girl, The Warmth of the Sun, I Get Around, Don't Worry Baby, okay. which is a song I've always loved. Yeah, I love that song. In my room, California girls, God only knows, Caroline know, and good vibrations. That's that's a good list. I know yeah. it is a good list. Anyway, so that's <laughs> been my like primary like, and anyway, those are those are the vein of Beach Boys Boys song, blah, 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 Beach Boys songs that I like. I like them. I I think they're mm-hmm. good. All of those things. Um, and Caroline know is one of those songs, and I like it. Yeah, kind of, but I also have issues with it. Okay, so um, what are your issues? So. I oh it always like pisses me off a little bit because I'm like I'm like I don't really like what how do I explain this um it's I'm I'm it's sort of difficult to explain but but um I find myself annoyed by by the whoever this guy is the singer the, right. the first person narrator of this song the protagonist if you call I, this if you think of this as a story he's the protagonist i find myself annoyed by his by like the stuff he's saying to her and like by his yeah. attitudes like yeah it's super shitty it's like what it is why the fuck like why should we care that you don't like that she cut her hair like go away exactly asshole leave and, and i think that's, i don't know it, that, that, it this, always this is kind i don't of know it, it, has, theme. it has always pissed me off um, so this is becoming a theme of sort of how you and I seem to react differently to the same conclusions that we draw from the same thing, because the way I see this is, yes, the stuff this guy is saying is super shitty, and yes, like, he's overreacting to, to, to certain things that shouldn't be, you know, his, he shouldn't have a say in necessarily, is like cutting her hair. Where did your long hair go? But reading this whole album as sort of a story as as having this through line here 
I kind of see this as this like hopeful relationship that then you know goes through rocky phases and then you know it goes through a good time but then falls apart the guy retreats into drugs and by the time he's able to kind of poke his head out and try and you know stuff he's too far gone basically it's not actually a problem with caroline that he's we he's he's our window into this story because he's the one singing the story but that if you look at um you know there all the first person songs you know here um so there's uh that's not me uh i know there's an answer here today i just wasn't made for these times this is very much one side of the story and it's a, and you're seeing i think a deterioration of this this guy into something that you know he wasn't at the start i i I think it's a very sad ending, and it's not as... Caroline No isn't just sad because it's about a, a lost love. It's, I think, sad because it's this one side of a story where it's just this one person, you know, singing about this other person in, in, in this way. I, I think that's part of... That's how I've, have, at least for the past, like, couple years since I really started liking this album and, and listening to it over and over again. Like, I feel like that's part of the story and what makes it, like, so great as a downer ending well and that's the difference between knowing the song as the final song on this album and knowing the song yep. as a song before you listen to it because like i exactly. again i've always liked it as like a pretty song and that like was and, and sad, sad and whatever song. but like yeah yeah but i've always i've also always had like a hardcore attitude about the guy in the song because i'm just like seriously fuck off dude i remember how you used to Well, and that's she doesn't. Also one she of doesn't. Things, she doesn't need you, or like you're not a part of this. And please just go away. Yeah. Well, and 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 also in the context of the album, even not with all the other songs, but coming after here today, this is kind of the the other one of the other links I draw is that that's a song where it starts off and it sounds like the singer is kind of war is like you know warning against all relationships but then there's the twist halfway through the song where he's no he's singing about one person Mm -hmm. where he's saying you know i'm i'm the guy she left before before you found her this is is some guy who's been jolted who who's clearly lashing out in in a bad way and so I, i i love the way that the lyrics kind of go through that that journey where it seems like this is an anti-love song but no clearly it's it's a this guy is an asshole song you know (laughs) yeah no that's Um, true well you know Okay, so maybe we should go go back to the, the kind of the first half because sorry, I dove um, I dove in a little bit because we were already talking about the song. <laughs> well, no, Caroline, no is is a great place to start talking about it because that's something that you already knew. Um, but so then with the first half or the, the first side of of the album, which is wouldn't it be nice through Sloop John B. Um, so you, you already knew wouldn't be nice, uh, but you didn't know any of the others. Uh, I mean, I, there's a chance I've heard them before, but I don't actively know yeah. them. But you wouldn't have been like, oh yeah, it's that you wouldn't be able to name it. Yeah, um, I um, I mean, I know of Sloop John B existing. My dad has talked yeah. about it. There's some whole thing. I don't even know. He's, I, it's some story that I know that I've heard maybe, but I don't. I didn't actually recognize the song. So yeah. So when you asked me earlier, when you asked me what songs on the album I knew, and I named the three that I did know, and then I was like, and eh, maybe a uh, kind of uh, uh, maybe Sloop I was John talking B, about Sloop John really. B because like I've yeah, heard yeah. of it, but I don't. I don't have memory of hearing it. Maybe once or twice. I don't know. We come on this loop, John B. My grandfather and me. 
yeah. I mean, that, that's one of the songs. I think that was maybe one of the, the maybe the best-selling single off of this album. Believe it or not. Um, I mean, I really well, like the song a lot. It's some kind of like traditional song or something. So it is. It's a, it, no, it's it's a, a 1920s. Song. It was a, it was a, well it was a folk song that was then re like uh, orchestrated re I think rewritten in parts to fit kind of the Beach Boys style. Um, so they, it, was, it was their arrangement that was. Yeah, I was going to say arranged well. is the verb you're looking for. <laughs> I, I was I was the, it, the word was there. I was it was just waiting for me to catch up to it. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I could, it's tip of the tongue, you know. Um, so um, yeah, so I guess the, I guess one of the things that I. I just about the start of the album, kind of the first twist. I mean, other than of course the 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 famous the boom that kicks off the album, like that that's you know famous and also one of the best sounds that that I think in any pop music. Um, the transition from the dun 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 dun, dun to boom. Um, but what? I, you know, the, the start of wouldn't it be nice where it goes like da 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 boom. It gets like the one the one big timpani head at the start. Oh, oh yeah, okay. So just how the song yeah. begins. I don't know. I guess that's never really registered with me, other than just how the song starts. Oh, okay. So I, I love, I love the boom in, in, in that song. I think maybe the only other thing contention for like favorite noise, just like singular note in pop music for me, is like the little in the middle of nowhere man, where it gives the little ding. Do, do, you know, do you know that at all? No. I mean, I know that song, but again, I would have to like listen to it to call up. It's, what it's like in, in, the, in the bridge of in the bridge of nowhere, man. There's there's this like out of place ding, which is just like it's great. Anyway, um, what I was going to say is that um, I think the first the the first really cool thing this this album does as an album, as not rather than as a group of singles, is going from the end of "Wouldn't It Be Nice" to the start of "You Still Believe in Me" because. You have this very Beach Boys style, ba 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 ba. You know, they're kind of they're harmonizing, but not really saying any words to end out. Wouldn't it be nice? And then there's the, the lead vocals singing over them, them. You know, um, saying that. But then it sh- takes a sharp left turn into this really like religious sounding, like chanting, um, this very spiritual noise of, of the start of "You Still Believe in Me," where where they're no longer kind of you know peppy and and like these you know. Da 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 da. Uh, but but now it then takes this this turn into okay. Well, there's something different about this album. Um, that that's one of the things. Just listening to it as a whole is like that's the first like real moment where it's like ah yes okay. <laughs> that this is this is why it's it's good as an album as opposed to as these individual songs. Um, I don't know. You can tell I've, I've listened to this maybe way too many times. You've but. listened to it a lot. I'm not going to say too many times because I have albums I've listened to enough that I have those feelings about them too. But like yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't really have a comment about that. <laughs> yeah. It did, except again, it didn't, it didn't really register with me. I think in part because, um, I mean, well, it is the first time I was listening, so I don't know. Well, sometimes... the, the second time you're listening as well, in theory. <laughs> I did listen twice, but, uh, sometimes like those kinds of details and things you don't really notice because you that, don't that's, know that's why the I songs to listen very twice well. Is... Well, yeah, but yeah. still, I mean... I know, I know, totally. Have, like, listening through a second time is you don't really know it any better than you did the first time. Like, I, I yeah. don't know. I, I don't really know the songs as well. Uh, the thing that I will say is, like, I, I, I did, again, just listen to the beginning of that song to remind myself of what you were talking about. Um, yeah. But uh, I was most, like, grateful for the instrumental songs yeah. that were the second to last song on each side so like about halfway through and then the second to last track um let's go away for a while and pet sounds yeah um 
honestly because it was a really nice break like yeah there are there are little differences especially between like the extreme peppiness of wouldn't it be nice and like what follows it but like mm-hmm. it kind of runs together like i mean and i know there's there's a fine line between like that's a band's sound and like uh and like oh my god seriously but mm-hmm. it's like it and again, I think if I like if I knew it better and all of this, like I would be listening more to the lyrics and because I would be able, I would know what they were saying and all of these kinds of things. But like there was a there was a point where I was like, OK, uh, you know, nice, pretty harmonies. And then we reach the end of the song <laughs> and we're done singing, but we're going to build a little bit and then also fade out like, OK, <laughs> wait, so I'm not sure if I totally get so you were kind of getting like you felt it was getting a bit repetitive at some point or not necessarily repetitive. It's just like. Yeah, kind of. Like, yeah. like, yes, a little bit repetitive. Yeah. You, you can say yes. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not, uh, no, sure, man, I'm not sure that repetitive is necessarily what I mean, but, um, but yeah, I mean, it does. It just, it kind of, it's they've a lot of the songs feel very similar to me. Right. Well, I mean, that's yeah. So it's kind of they have the same thematic like orchestration for the most part and then the instrumentals are a departure from that because it's just that's the instrumentals and they're just sort of um right so like they were they were like a nice break to like what was kind of starting at both points when they happened was kind of starting to feel like a wall of pretty beach boys harmonizing like (laughs) okay guys cool Well, so I, and so actually, one of the funny things I didn't know this until just recently, but um, the second of those instrumentals, Pet Sounds, it was originally called Run James Run, and Brian Wilson wrote it to be a James Bond theme. Um, ah, I think... you know what? I that doesn't surprise <laughs> me at all. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I was thinking sounds, about your uh, your lounge like... album of James Bond music, and I was thinking this would, this would probably fit on that, you know? <laughs> it sounds like that a yeah. little bit. Like, um, yeah, and it kind of rises over the course, and it, it kind of sounds, has a Goldfinger style. It sounds like a 1960s spy theme kind of thing. You have that, I forget what it's called, but like the, that kind of washboard style instrument, and then you have the, it's punctuated by the strings, and yeah, and then the horns coming in. Very, the, the, the horns are very James Bondy. <laughs> well, it doesn't have that. Is but. what you're going for, I think, is what you're saying. <laughs> no, but he, no, I'm talking about the, the slow I'm, rising horns and pet sounds, which I are very know. Goldfinger-esque. I know what you're talking um, about. I'm just being shitty. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. <laughs> um, so I, I don't know. The rest of my thoughts are very disjointed on this. So so maybe before I kind of go off on another tangent. I mean, do you have a sort of other? Were there other either problems you had or kind of thoughts that you had sort of just about individual songs or? Um, Not really. Yeah. Um. No. I mean, I you know I have my animosity toward Caroline. No. And otherwise, like again, I. Uh. It's like it's like overall overall it's a pleasant experience to listen to it, but but I also like you know found myself like tu- tuning out just a little bit because it kept kind of sounding the same over and over again. Okay. <laughs> like, well, I mean that that's that gets back to the whole idea of this is either a concept album or as a symphony, right? Which is how I listen to it. I always listen to it, you know, all the way through unless I have my iTunes on shuffle. But you know, whatever. Um, but so. Maybe, maybe maybe I'll run through quickly sort of 
the story that I've constructed in my head okay. for sort of how these songs go, and you tell me if this is totally crazy. <laughs> okay. So I, I'm not. Here's the nice? thing. Here's the thing. I'm probably not gonna like be able to tell you you're crazy because I don't know. Like, yeah, I mean, I was listening that. to the songs and like trying to listen to the lyrics, but I don't like know them really well, so I'm not gonna be able to like refute the. Well, yeah, but there's also that line in that song that's like this, no, 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 and that no, really but, doesn't work. Okay, but but maybe not tell me I'm crazy, but tell me if this maybe um, assuages some of your distaste for Caroline No or or for some of the other point of view stuff um i don't know okay. let's see how this goes <laughs> um so wouldn't it be nice is it's it's a young couple they're in love but they're too young so wouldn't it be nice if we were older uh you know very happy very naive kind of looking forward blah 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 uh you still believe in me something has gone wrong the guy is like he, he he's fucked up and he knows it and he's you know saying hey you know no matter what i've done to you you still believe in me so sort of you know Something in between those two songs ha- has has gone wrong in, in their relationship, and he's, he's still thankful to be loved. Okay. Uh, then that's not me. Is is the first like really like selfish inward focus song where this this guy if you assume this is all the same singer throughout the whole album right this guy has now gone off and done his own thing and things have still gone wrong that he he's he's lost sight of you know what he wanted to be and so now he's talking about going home and and what what he might be to just one girl presumably the same girl from, from the start i'm a little bit scared because i haven't been home in a long time then don't talk put your head on my shoulder is him trying to be that for for that for that girl that he's what he's being is compassionate that he's actually you know opening his heart to other people and like showing compassion for others you know just just you know you don't need to say anything i'll I'll be here to come for you that sort of thing Mm -hmm. so what he can be is a source of comfort Waiting for the day is him, you know, this is after he's come back, so presumably she's moved on and, you know, dated other people or whatever. She's apparently had her heart broken, and he's, as a source of comfort, has has waited for her to, you know, to to be ready to love again. And so he's trying to, like, you know, ask, ask her to take him back after they've both gone through their own ups and downs separately. I'm waiting for the day when you can love again. Uh, let's go away for a while. The first instrumental track is them going away for a while, and things are great. What? <laughs> now that's where it's I'm a... going to step in and say that you're crazy. There's no way they go away on a trip in the trip in the song called "Let's Go Away for a While." That's followed by a song about being on a trip that they want to go home from. <laughs> right? No way. Yeah. So, well, the, so the "Let's Go Away for a While" is um, to to bring in something that you do know a lot about, Moulin Rouge. Uh, the big theme of that movie is... Uh, I do know a lot about that. You're right. Uh, is uh, the most important... Th- what is it? most important thing you'll ever learn is to love and be loved in return. Yes? Did I get that right? Yes. Good job. The greatest thing you'll ever learn? Greatest thing. I, I knew I was off a little bit. Anyway, I think Let's Go Away for a While I can tr- is I can is try to forgive motto. you because I know you didn't like that movie, so I'm really, like... There, there, remember, there were you remember things I liked line it. from it. There were things I don't I liked think about I remember lines not... from from like uh, from Scott Pilgrim. So <laughs> that's okay. 
uh, or Pacific Rim. Remember all the great dialogue in Pacific Rim? <laughs> yeah, but Pacific Rim is not a movie about dialogue. No, no, it is Pacific not. Pacific Rim is a movie about like big crazy things fighting each other. It's yes. kind of awesome. <laughs> Um, so let's go away for a while. They love each other. They're loved in return. It's great. Sloop John B is two things. It's things starting to go bad again. It's it's the worst trip they've ever been on. This is the worst trip I've ever been on. But it's also the guy is starting to get into drugs, getting into LSD specifically. He's tripping and he's been on, he's going on bad trips. All right, um, I'm gonna need I'm gonna need that one footnoted. Yeah, so so that's kind of that that this is where this is where I, I thought you might be able to jump in, is because I don't necessarily I, have critical thoughts. I'm just I'm just asking you for footnotes. No, but he, here's here's the thing though. <laughs> to support so your you, argument, you were saying earlier that you uh, like the later Beach Boy stuff, but not as much the earlier stuff, right? I don't know the chronology, so I don't know if I'm saying that or not. I know okay. that Kokomo is the latest thing that they did, and it sucks. Well, it's not the latest thing, but it was that was during it one was of the very dark late. ages of the Beach Boys. Yes, that was. It in the was 80s. in like the eighties. That's very late. It was eighty nine. Yes, um, but okay. So Beach Boys were uh, originally the Pendletons. They were Pendletones, Pendletons, whatever. They, they 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 were they were kind of this poppy band, and then before they could release their first album, the record label said, "No, there's already another band with that name. You're the Beach Boys." And so, the, the, without their permission, just changed the name to the Beach Boys, and that was how they womp, they got womp. their name. And then for a while, they were, like, under pressure to be making, you know, this really poppy music. And starting with um, starting with the album that California Girls was on, which I think is Summer Days and Summer Nights, I think it's that one, is when Brian Wilson started experimenting with drugs. The other band members, it was kind of like the equivalent of help for the Beach Boys. It was like the start of them, you know, getting into stuff. Okay. Um, and... Pet Sounds is generally considered the point where he's, like, really actually getting, moving past, like, pot and getting into LSD. And so when Sloop John B is talking about a bad trip, um, a lot of people think of that as being, you know... Oh, like a drug trip. Okay. Right. This is the worst trip I've ever been on. And so that he's basically psychologically... So your textual support is the historical context and use of the word trip in reference to LSD in addition to vacations. Yes. I'll allow it. Okay. So that's Continue. the end of the first side. <laughs> Second side, God Only Knows, is so this is a person, this is, as we were talking about, this is both a, a love song and also possibly a breakup song or a thing. Like kind of an not... unhealthy love song. Right, maybe? exactly. It's, 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 a, it's a rocky love God song at best. Only, God Only Knows What I'd Be Without You. Um, and, you know, this idea of I may not always love you, but you've, you've made me better. So you kind of, you're glad for something that's happened, even if this may be about to end, right? So it's kind of this, this sad and happy and kind of, you know, fearing that things are about to, you know, break up. Um, I Know There's an Answer is another one of the selfish kind of inward looking songs. And this is, this is another indication of kind of the drug theme is that originally this song was called Hang On to Your Ego. Uh, now, do you ego? Does that does that mean anything to you in the context of LSD? I mean, just beyond like psychology, like no. well, I mean, so what? the whole idea is that LSD, like it was kind of drug slang. Was ego was was slang for? Um, well, I mean, no, it means the same thing. It doesn't LSD. It's just or in the same it as in psychology. It's it's the LSD person. psychology. Same difference. Don't worry about yeah, it. You know, uh, it's it's you know the individual, right? So the whole idea was that, yes. th- that these drugs would destroy your ego. That that was part of the the, the selling, the part of the pitch of these drugs, but that they would you know um, 
you know, take it, take away yourself. And so the song was originally, instead of, I know there's an answer, it was, uh, hang on to your ego. So it was kind of about drugs and a bunch of the bandmates protested and said like, hey, we don't want to do an explicitly a drug song. And so then they kind of rewrote it and tweaked it a bunch. Uh, in the process, this is the song that actually works the least on the album because it's completely bullshit contradictory. <laughs> if you listen to the lyrics of this song. So the start of the song is, um, I know so many people who think they can do it alone, as if those people are wrong. I know so many people who think they can do it alone. But then the chorus is, I know there's an answer, but I had to find it by myself. Because that's like the start of the song is, is that was a holdover from the hang on to your ego. The idea being like, you know, don't go off and just escape into drugs, you know, by by yourself, trying trying to, you know, just escape the the whole world, you know, kind of a, a cautionary tale, right? Okay. And uh, but then they they kept so it's kind of like this piecemeal thing where they kept like some of the old drug lyrics. So they're talking about the people who trip through the day and waste all their thoughts at night again tripping. They trip through the day and waste all their thoughts at. Night. Um, but then, then they change other stuff to make it kind of more of a self-reliance song is like, you know, I know there's an answer, but I had to find it by myself. Um, so this is like the song that like, this is where I think the story breaks a little bit. The, the, the idea of a through line doesn't totally work, but if you, if you assume that it's still along the theme of this guy's getting into drugs, that there's, if, if you think that hang on to your ego may be the, the original meaning, then it kind of works a little bit better because that's still tying in with the, the idea that both the Beach Boys in real life and then the character in this, this album are, you know, get, getting deeper down that rabbit hole. Okay. Um, so that's kind of, I will, I, will, I will fully, you know, acknowledge that, that the song, I know there's an answer, breaks the, the story. Okay. More or less. I wouldn't have noticed, but thank you for explaining. Yes. Uh, well, again, this is just the story that I've like written around this. I have no idea how much of this is completely wrong. Um, here today is the guy, as I was saying, this guy who's, uh, he's not only, you know, down the rabbit hole of drugs, but then he's also kind of turned into like this bitter asshole where he, he's like at first seeming yes, to denounce has. all of, and then he, it turns out he's actually singing to someone who's like trying to, you know, uh, trying trying to have a good time with with the girl that he used to love or or, or still have loves. a good time. Good you good word choice. Continue. Yes. Well, I mean, the, the guy the guy's just he's yeah. Know. We don't know specifically what he's trying to do, but right. Yeah, no, it, I get it. It. C- it could be it could be slashing at someone. Don't who's get just defensive. Friend, I know. like that you use that. Keep going. Yes. <laughs> uh, then I then he starts to doubt himself. I just wasn't made for these times. But he's also still selfish and kind of arrogant. He's saying I'm smart and I want to you know change things, but no one wants to help me so you know basically you know so things therefore things are out of my control i guess i just wasn't made for these times just the name of the song is an inherently douchey like concept which but that's the thing is i feel like it ties in with the story the the collapse of this guy oh yeah i agree with you i'm just saying i'm i'm agreeing with you by saying sorry what yeah I'm agreeing with you by saying yeah. that's an inherently douchey, like, thought to have. Totally. 
pet sounds, the guy is just like, well, since I can't change anything, since it's all futile, I'm just going to get full on crazy into drugs. And that this, this is like the most psychedelic song on, on the album. It's just like, holy shit, what, what's going on? I'm going to get so into drugs that I think that I'm an international super spy. <laughs> yeah, maybe something like that. <laughs> Tie in! Uh, and then Caroline No is the guy who is still an asshole, as we previously discussed, uh, saying basically, like, writing off the, 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 the lost love and possibly writing a suicide note and then killing himself on the train tracks, TBD. Writing off, writing off the lost love while also being a dick to her at the same time. Yay! <laughs> yeah. So th- that's kind of like that's the 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 through line as I've constructed it. And I mean, it that's makes kind sense. of what I mean. I yeah yeah, and and so um, sure. I don't know. I just I I, I like the fact that it, all this is, is a long way, very long way of saying I like the fact that this album can work in that way as this concept album style, just a full story, more or less. Uh, with instrumental breaks, <laughs> yeah, but then it's, it's cool. also there's also several songs that 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 are great individually and that are just like really really beautiful self-contained you know melodies and such. Yeah, I'm gonna take a drink of water now. <laughs> You've earned that. No, I mean I yeah I that that is a cool thing. I agree. Yeah. So. I guess if you don't have any other, like, notes on the album, maybe a good question is, do you plan to listen to it again? Uh, I mean, I don't plan to actively avoid it, but I doubt I'm going <laughs> to download it on iTunes. Um, All right. <laughs> mostly because I already have several of the tracks on it, and, like, I don't feel like paying nine ninety nine for now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> already have three tracks on. Um, but, I mean, sure, maybe. I don't know. A ringing endorsement. <laughs> sure, maybe. <laughs> Sorry. I part of it no, has no. part of it has to do with like how I listen to music though also. Like Yeah, so um, describe like what's sort of your preferred like That's a long question, but uh summarize. <laughs> it's um generally not in ways that involve like, oh, I'm going to listen to that to that Beach Boys album that Eric and I listened to like several yeah. more times. I mean, there right. are some um, there are some albums that I will listen to the whole way through because I love them. Um, but yeah, not in general. I I tend I'm more of I tend to do I tend to do playlists more. Yeah, but so, no, I mean I, yeah. I was just trying to bait you into getting same playlist because that's kind of oh. that's, how I listen to, <laughs> that's that's how I listen to most of my music too. And this is one of the albums that's an exception. It is is just Pet Sounds all the way through. Um. Yeah, I mean, I have again. I have a couple of those too. I don't think that this is about to become one of them, but all right, that's fine. <laughs> that's I'm but okay that's not that. necessarily like anything against the album. That's also just not something I do that much. So right, um, cool. Yay! So just like just like the album, we're kind of then left at this like weird ending, which is not totally satisfying. But sorry, listeners, it's over. <laughs> so what what are we going to be talking about next week, Emily? We are going to be discussing The Third Man, uh, which is, in my opinion, an excellent film noir Orson Welles extravaganza. Sounds interesting, yeah. <laughs> it is indeed interesting. So we'll I don't be know, talking I don't know where you're getting that, uh, that <laughs> judgment from when you haven't even seen it before, Eric. But No, I absolutely have not already seen it. That's, we haven't recorded that episode at all. No, certainly not. <laughs> 
Ah, that that would be wrong. Um, okay, so next time we'll be be watching and talking about the third man. Until then, Emily, where else can we find you on the internet? I am on Twitter at EJ Reports, and I'm on Twitter at Hey Hey ESJ. This is Giant Geek versus Mega Noob signing off. Bye. This has been Giant Geek versus Mega Noob. For more, visit GVNPodcast.com. 